this is a this is a like close out your night like I'm sitting down I'm gonna have this beer and it's gonna just be my nightcap this is I don't know if it's a nightcap if for me it's more like I'm gonna have this with dinner and then I'm going to sleep after yeah. dinner <laughs> no, exactly. yeah. well, I, mean. I guess that's a nightcap but it's definitely not like an, an end of the night like it's 11 o'clock <laughs> it's about time to turn in let me knock down a 10 percent 22 What's up, disc golfers? Welcome to episode 10 of the Disc Golf Podcast. I am Robin, along with my co-host, Joe. Hello. How's it going? It's going well. I've noticed uh, you don't have a child yet. I don't. I don't. So we should get a complete podcast tonight with uh, no baby interruption, right? (laughs) I did notice that you turned your phone off, and I'm realizing right now that maybe that's not the greatest idea. I'll nervously check it every five minutes, the whole oh, podcast. Good. Don't worry. So if you hear like a weird buzzing, it might just be his phone. Could that's be. That's fine. Or if I just leave suddenly, that could also happen. Well, yeah. I guess I would figure that out. I feel like you would say something. I don't know that you'd stand up in the middle of the podcast and just like... <laughs> we're. I mean, we're doing this, um, I mean, in a man cave, an awesome man cave... A gorgeous man cave, but it does have a garage door, which the mic will pick up. Yeah, that's like there's, true. There's no way you're getting out of this room without people realizing you have left the podcast. Just opened the garage door. Now, also, your <laughs> subtle sobbing in the background will be a I don't think there'd be sobbing. I think it'd just be like radio radio silence. Yeah. I, I, be. I might like stutter a little bit. <laughs> Start talking about video games? I mean, I could talk Probably, about video games. Yeah. That would be fitting, given that today, when we're recording this episode, is 420, which is... The due date of your child. Yeah, actually, it is the due date of my That's child, which I'm it doesn't that. appear to be be happening. But uh, also a very special holiday for, for the people of the United States and the world to celebrate their, their favorite herbal supplement. Abraham Lincoln's birthday. <laughs> right? Sure. Is that? I have no idea. I don't know what herbal like supplements always... have to do with Abraham Lincoln, but that's... <laughs> Isn't it Hitler's birthday, too? I don't know. People, a lot I of people like told like me that. like an urban myth. I mean, it could be totally right. I don't really care. I don't know that I At some point we'll have my that. Hitler calendar together. But, so, if we drift off on some strange tangent today that you don't understand <laughs> at all, it's because we live within an hour's drive of Golden Gate Park. <laughs> and it's 420 in oh San Francisco. Gosh. I bet the lines at Golden Gate Park were ridiculous today. I'm sure it was. I bet the wait time. Oh, there's, no, you can't play Golden Gate Park on, on 420. It's inundated with people getting high. The whole park. It's like a, it's a festival, basically. Like, well, I, I threw my tee shot. I so guess I just smoke a bowl. We can smell the the park from here. And it, it may affect our podcast. Well, not only are we that close to San Francisco, we're also that close to, like, Mendocino. <laughs> yeah. Which is a uh, a place where herbal supplements yeah. are grown quite heavily. Yeah. You know, we're just surrounded by it. Yeah, you know, we're in uh, California. So I'm sure it, lots of people out there are celebrating. By the time you hear this, you will probably not be celebrating. Well, or you... No, it will be Friday. Or you were celebrating prior and during and, and after. after. And Yeah. I mean, it, you're probably not altering your, your day-to-day that much. Just maybe... Right, Maybe right. some extra special... You know. Yeah, you know what, too? Like, I wonder... Um, so where we're at, it's kind of just commonplace for people to uh, imbibe on the course... 
Yeah. Not, not saying all of us, but I definitely, you know, if you're playing around, you're going to see at least one person. I think that's pretty common a lot of places. Yeah, but I'm just thinking, like, is it... We're also in, like, we're in California. We're in Northern California. And I think that's something that's just more common for us. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was at in, in college at Chico, I had a uh, resident advisor who was, like, on... Uh, I don't know, like he was an exchange student from LSU and he was blown away by how much weed there was gotcha. in Chico. Yeah, that's true. Like he was like, only like skeevy bad people smoke weed. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> that that's really weird. I nailed that accent, by the way. I'm not, I mean, I'm not an accent guy, but. Uh, <laughs> that's true. We are probably desensitized to some degree. We're desensitized to a lot of stuff, actually, yeah. being from California and Northern California at that. Yeah. I, I can't argue with that. I'm into it. But people are having a good time today. Yes. Doing doing their thing. Mm-hmm. I, I read that the city of San Francisco is going to spend what they estimate is like a hundred grand like for bathrooms, security, and then cleanup of, of the the twenty four hour party that's going on in Golden Gate Park. Which undoubtedly prevented some disc golf. Totally. And it's like, you know Maybe not. But I, I mean, guess so. aside from, you know, the bathroom use, I think the majority of the mess is like burrito wrappers and <laughs> chip bags and pizza boxes. Probably. I wouldn't know. I worked today. Yeah, me too. That my, my day-to-day does not change that much. Uh, mine doesn't change at all. Yeah. Although this year I'm doing a podcast. That's true. That's different. That's yeah, new. it's different. It's new. It's fun. It's fitting. So... Happy happy 420 to those of you who care. Yeah, hey, and if you had a great time, you did something like super cool, let us know. I want to hear about your cool 420 stories or sure. even lack thereof. Yeah. <laughs> I played disc golf today. It was fun. I'm in. Anyways, disc golf, right? That's what we're here to talk about. So we may as well start talking about the tournament that went down over the weekend. A couple of them actually yeah. in terms well, of A tiers. The, the, the big A tier. The, the main A tier in the United States was the... Uh, the Texas State Championships, which were won by Bradley Williams, and um, yeah, Bradley Williams came came in, good all around player, good pro. This uh, wasn't quite, you know, you're not seeing all the pros in this tournament, but there were a lot of good players that that made it in there. Eagle McMahon came in in second place, then Cameron Todd uh, came in at third, actually tied for second. Cameron Todd. Um, both of them at 24 under for Eagle nice. and Cameron Todd, and then 33 under for Bradley Williams. So he, he really ran away with things over there. And we, we should see video from it. So There's already video from it. Yeah. Uh, there's video from, I don't know, but there's video up. There's definitely video up. Okay, probably Jomez. Yeah, it is Jomez. That, Jomez. that would be yep. my guess. It's yeah, Jomez. Jomez. Jomez already has up uh, two rounds. Yeah. So get out and watch that for sure. Jomez Productions is he's actually uh, from Texas. That's where he he hails from. So you definitely see I know, it's that. It's really good to see more Jomez back. Yeah, because Jomez and, and has, has always put too. out like quality stuff. But he he was gone from the scene for a minute. Like I don't know what's going on. Maybe he was just trying to up his game, or yeah. you know, maybe he had a know. significant life event. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. But, but uh, Joe for Mez, him either way. Jomez Productions is what we're talking about. They've got a YouTube channel, lots of great footage. They've teamed up with 
Central Coast Disc Golf on some videos lately too. So they're putting out some good stuff, and you will you can see some of this tournament. Um, Bradley is probably, in my opinion, one of, he's, he's well-known amongst people that, that play the sport, but a, not a, a... If there's such thing as a household disc golf name, which I guess would be Paul McBeth. For well, like, I'll, I'll be honest. Because this is all audio, and you cannot see me, I definitely just... Gave a shoulder shrug. I don't really know who this guy is. Look to Robin. Oh, come on. You've seen Bradley Williams. I've seen him. Well, I've watched some of the Jonas videos, but yeah, um, yeah not household. Not someone yeah. that I think of when I think about like top tier players. Not that he isn't. I just don't know enough about him. No, he's he's very, very good. Is he a trilogy guy? Uh, I don't think so, no. Uh, I'd have to I'd have to look that up. But Okay, well, we, we don't need to worry about that. Yeah, don't ask me questions. I don't know. I don't know. I thought like it's you. Cool. I thought you were like his number one fan. You're like I'm, everybody knows Bradley Williams. Not everybody knows. You're being mean, right? I know Bradley Cooper. Okay, that that's definitely a household name. I'd say. Right? What hot American summer? <laughs> yeah. I mean, right? <laughs> Absolutely. That's where everyone knows him from. Of course. And then have you ever seen like the one old, of the, the one of the best movies he ever made? The old old school uh, Stella videos, not the Comedy Central one. Yeah. But the, oh, that's some Bradley Cooper that's, right that's there. That's some good stuff. By the way, just so random off the sorry. If you have not seen Wet Hot American Summer, you must see it. Yeah. And if you dislike Wet Hot American Summer, Joe's going to take you on a big secret pizza party. <laughs> I love pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so the the other but i digress the other uh, big tournament on the uh weekend the other a tier was in denmark copenhagen open um where you saw uh timo nisenen and come in first place with the minus nice, nice pronunciation with a well i hope so someone tell me if i pronounce it wrong please oh yeah i just like gave you props and someone's gonna be like that was horrible actually yeah, and then KJ Naibo with a with, with a twenty four under for second, and then Seppo Paju, I believe. Yes, I I I, uh, I believe that is correct. Is came in at twenty two under, so. And those are three like European names I for sure know. Okay, they are probably, you know, the, the top the three top European they are easily players. the top yeah. three European players. I don't think that. Many people would argue with that. Well, I guess technically, <clears throat> technically Zada is a European player. That's true. Yeah. So I would put Oops. him up there. I, I feel like if we were talking last year or the year prior, I would say like Lazat hands down number one. Mm-hmm. But I think KJ and him are kind of yeah. neck and neck at this KJ point. KJ is very good. Very I really good. like, you know, I really like KJ Lizotte too. is the flashy one. but yeah. Exactly. And that's why I like KJ because he gives me hope. Because if you watch him drive, he doesn't have very much, if any, follow through. Yeah. And that's like one of my biggest that's things. That's one of the most interesting. I don't have. I don't have a lot form. of follow through. It actually hurts my shoulder when I try to follow through really hard. So that gives me hope. He has very unique form. It's one of the ones. A, a lot of the the main people you can spot by their form, or you'll see similarities in other players. Mm-hmm. But KJ has very unique uh, throwing form. It's yeah, very interesting. And it, you're right. He doesn't follow through as much as you see other people. Mm-hmm. Get him, KJ. It's almost like an abbreviated sort of hit. Yep. And but he still is a terrific player. Oh yeah, he is. So the main thing we're excited about is what's coming up next. Yeah, which is the Nick Hyde Memorial, which is in Texas, 
and we are going to see all of the big-time players out there again. Yeah. If you've been listening for the last few weeks, we love you, first off. Thank you. <laughs> but secondly, you've noticed that there's not a lot to talk about, about the tournaments that are going on or upcoming. And finally, we're going to see all of the, we're gonna see the, the guns. top talent. Yep. So we got Paul McBeth and Nate Sexton, Jeremy And I feel Poling. like Paul McBeth hasn't played a tournament in like three months. It's, well, it's been like three weeks, but that's like, four weeks. I know, but like in the thick of disc golf season, yeah. that's... Yeah. And then, uh, so Macbeth, Sexton, Coling, Simon Lazat, Philo Brathwaite. Look at that with the... What if if we find out... That's your top five in rating right there. What if we find out (laughs) that uh, Macbeth has been playing like B-tiers with like a weird mustache and like... (laughs) And like wraparound glasses and like a hat and he's just been crushed like he has like a fat suit on. And he's just been crushing B-tiers and we don't even know. Dude, he was rocking a mustache. I did see that. I did see that. It wasn't really a mustache. It was like a mustache that you could grow. I mean, there was facial hair above his his Like, listen, you can grow a better mustache than he did. (laughs) Well, that's not saying much. That's my point. (laughs) Wow. Well, that really stinks. Man, Joe's just going for the heart today. (laughs) So we got Eagle. uh, McMahon is in there. Matt Orem. Bradley Williams again. Joe's favorite player. Devin, I think I'm going to make him my favorite player. Like Devin real, Owens. Man. I'm going to learn everything about him. A lefty? Yes, a lefty. One of them cheater lefties. Why is he, why is he a cheater? Because they're lefties and that's weird. No, the cheaters are like the guys who throw with both arms. Oh, the, the ambidextrous yeah. players. So we played, we probably said this in a podcast We before, did already, yes. Um, but we totally played with a right-hand backhand player who did the majority of his driving uh, left-hand forehand. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Like the same flight path. Yeah. But hey, whatever works. Nah, it did it worked. But this is this is great in a lot of ways seeing that we've got this on the horizon with a big time tournament, all the big time players, because we've seen in the last few weeks Ricky Waisaki has been red hot winning three A tier tournaments. And he's in, right? He is. Okay. He is. Um and And crushing. So you can actually yeah. look at uh pure Heiser Productions. Actually has like a, a quick like eleven minute hit of his eleven hundred round. Gotcha. Have you seen that? Yeah, I have. Oh, so check that out. Like big putts, big drives. You, it's cool to get like a condensed version of that course. It's it is a great video. He might and, not be playing. And it's yeah, I guess I'm mistaken. I was looking through the. I was distracted there for a second looking through. And it doesn't look like Waisaki is uh, set to to play. Well, I'm happy we in, looked at that because I was going to pick him for a finish. Yeah, so that's unfortunate. It would have been great to see Ricky Waisaki coming off his three big wins, but he will we'll see him at the Glassblown Open. He's yeah. undoubtedly there ahead of time preparing for that. I'm so, pumped for that Which is the, too. the following weekend. But we've seen, that's been the biggest story of the last few weeks with a lot of these other uh, players spread out and not having them all in, the right, in one place and Macbeth not playing uh, since the World Tour. It was that, you know, he was red hot winning I, St. Patrick's. And I've, I've heard Macbeth hasn't even practiced the entire time. I'm sure he's been practicing, like, <laughs> constantly. I detect sarcasm, sir. Thanks, Terry. <laughs> so, it's going to be good. We're, we're excited to see all these players and, and get great coverage as well. That's going to be real good. The next couple of weeks are looking really, really bright for, for disc golf tournaments. With <laughs> And therefore, this podcast. Yeah, and therefore, more stuff for us to talk about. But the Nick Hyde and then the Glassblown so, Open, which is just... You know, so who a party wins? in itself. I, it's going to be Macbeth. 
Macbeth will win. He's been off for like nearly three months. I don't think that matters. He's been off for nearly three months. He's he hasn't thrown a single disc. I that he's yeah. been eating cheeseburgers uh, and playing Destiny. He's probably played and practiced more than some of the people who were playing in tournaments. That's probably true. Like I, I, just, I mean, when you're hanging out with lady friends, though. Oh, Joe's referencing the social life of of a professional disc golfer. Is this is this <laughs> is that the, the social life of all professionals? Are we the e news of disc golf right now? Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, we don't know. We don't know anything about them. I feel like every other podcast that I've listened to, disc golf wise, like they're like all friends. They all know each other. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you all. We know not a single professional disc golfer. Not really. No. No. We know of them. We know of them. We um, we've played near a couple. Yeah. And with some luck, maybe there's a pro that listens to this podcast or has a friend that listens to this <laughs> podcast. But that that we've done this kind of intentionally is that we want yeah. to have kind of we're what just, is your... We're just some dudes who your like... Your fanboy podcast. Like the disc golf. I almost said the D and then I decided that'd be weird. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been odd. I know, to talk about Tenacious D on a disc golf podcast. Yeah, Absolutely. But we should get uh, coverage from Jomez again. So who? So if uh, okay, you so ask you're, me, you're picking Macbeth one. Yeah, I am. Um, I think that's a that's and and Ricky's not playing. Does not appear to be. I go. I'm going. I'm going Sexton too. Okay. I I like. I like Sexton. Yeah, it'd be nice to see Sexton take down Macbeth. He could do it. Give you extra pride in your brand new Firebird. Yeah. Ooh yeah. Love my Firebird. Robin got a, a very pretty glow Firebird that I am 100% positive you will see on our Instagram at some point. Oh, it's already out there. Oh, you already put it up? Oh, I okay. did. I did, definitely. Well, there you go. It is nice. All right, so <clears throat> who's going three? Uh, I think that we're going to see uh, see Eagle come in third. That's what I was thinking too, but since you said it, I'm going to say otherwise. Okay. You know what? You know who needs a big bounce back, and I think it really is going to happen? Lasat. Okay. Lasat has, like, every tool to do everything. Mm-hmm. He just, like, hasn't been able to consistently put all the pieces together so far this season. Yeah. Or for the entire, you know, tournament. He's had really good rounds where it's all together and then falling apart or vice versa. Yeah, he's had... and. Particularly in the in the world disc golf world tour event in La Mirada, well, the and, bad weather really did him in. He did, and, he and, didn't have any and St. Patrick's. Yeah, St. Patrick's. He was on the top card the first two days and then mm-hmm. ended up like not even top five. Yeah, that's true. So uh, unfortunately, but I don't know. Another could could be windy out there, and uh, we've already seen windy conditions kind of take him take him out of it a little bit. The disc golf world tour, in my opinion. Well, was it wind or was it rain? At both. Yeah. Both. I believe in I mean, in tough weather, it took a lot of disc golfers' scores. Everybody except Macbeth suffered big time, and he, he scored well on that day. But So it's not uncommon. But, yeah. I'll, I'll take Eagle. And we're on, we, we just do top three? Yeah. Or do, what do you want? I'll do, I'll do an honorable mention. Uh, you know, you got to think Coling will make a showing here. That's true. Yeah. But also, you know who's been playing really consistent Quality golf mm-hmm. for years and years. Mm-hmm. Philo. Yeah. That's for you, Spencer. Our friend Spencer's favorite player. Yep. Philo Brathwaite. 
I think Philo Philo could have a good showing. Uh, but I think he kind of is doing that I same thing so. I just talked about Simon is he might put together two great rounds and then not have and have like a, a pretty bad round by his standards. Definitely not by our standards. Yeah. That kind of takes him out of contention. But, you know, consistent mm-hmm. clean Philo could totally do well in this tournament. I, I just I still have trouble seeing people beating Paul Macbeth. And until I see it you know, it's I, of course, I even though I'm about to say he's going to lose a tournament this year, he did last year, he so he's he's most likely going to right, but but he's he just lost, been so dominant. But he lost a B tier in disguise already, so that's definitely. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I really hope some like picture service that he like posts on his Instagram, him in just some insane costume is like secretly I've been, and then I'm just. I'll be elated. Macbeth in costume wins B-tier tournament throwing right. left-handed. Right. I might just, like, drop the mic and quit the podcast. Oh, no. No. I did it! <laughs> I, I I think he was taking some quality time. But he also practiced a ton of disc golf, I'm sure. And we know he went to the gym. Yeah. So. Do you, Paul? I mean, for as not large of a man as he is, he got big. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Paul Macbeth, I had a mail call today that is... Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know you got stuff in the mail. What does that have to do with Paul Macbeth? But then I realized. <laughs> I, what did you get in the mail today, Robin? I got uh, a... I finally broke down and purchased the... What is the Paul Macbeth Adidas shoe? Or at least the one he's chosen from his most recent Adidas sponsorship. It's not like it has his name on it or anything like that. And by broke down and purchased, he said... I need new shoes for work. <laughs> but they are, uh, it is. I mean, they're, I mean, they make sense for your line of business, but. Yeah, it is the Terex Swift GTX, which is a Gore-Tex. The Taylor Swift model. Yeah, the Taylor Swift model, which is a, a Gore-Tex shoe by Adidas, a hiking shoe that Paul McBeth is kind of part of his sponsorship. And it's, we've been seeing it places. and they're, They look and, good. And uh, it is as advertised at. So far, I, I did a pretty good amount of throwing today, putting, driving, uh, a few other things, probably a couple hours, actually. What else did you do with them? Uh, I stood in a creek. Did your feet get wet? They did not. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. It was... By the way, if you've noticed that I've been like ripping Robin a little bit here and there, it's mostly uh, envy. Yeah. Just a little bit jealous so. of Robin's cool shoes. But I I would definitely recommend these for anybody that's looking for a a good disc golf shoe. You didn't tell him the biggest part about him. What's that? So Robin added 75 feet to his drives. Sure. 75 podcast internet feet. Yeah. He added 75 feet to his drives. And now I think he hits 97% of his putts inside the circle. Yeah. If the circle is approximately 7 feet, that's accurate. (laughs) Get them shoes. (laughs) No, they they look legit. But they are, I mean, they're, they're great. The grip felt good. Um, I threw off concrete, I threw off gravel, I threw off grass. Hey, Adidas, I, feel, <laughs> I can't even get through that. Uh, <laughs> but, that uh, so, in in all cases, they, they felt nice and smooth, and and uh, I, I the property I live on has a creek, so I went and trounced around in the creek to see how they do water-wise, and my feet did not get wet. I probably, um, I did one point where I put my foot in for a good... 45 seconds to a minute, just submerged about two two inches or so. That's awesome. And that was no problem. And then I, I kind of walked around through the creek for a little bit 
through the shallows and my feet stayed totally dry. So I think for like a sometimes even just a day where it's a morning round and there's a lot of dew in the oh, grass. Oh, yeah. That's when my feet shoes, get the most wet. That's, like, your shoes it's get not soaked. even the, the rainy soaked days that I really that it really gets to me. It's yeah. those like morning dew rounds. Where you weren't expecting it. I think these would, would stay completely dry through something like that. No problem. So I... I'm excited to, to get out and try them on the course. I I was pretty much just here on the property I live on, throwing and, and hiking around. But there's some pretty good terrain here, so I I got. Oh, you mean the disc golf podcast disc golf training uh, facility? Training facility, yes. yeah, yeah. Heavily heavily developed, very a lot of scientific equipment for gathering disc golf data. Yeah, like a basket that <laughs> can be moved around. Two baskets. But That's I, true. I only move one of them. Right. Because the other one is, but it was it was good. So that was that was part one of my mail call. The other part was that I ordered one of the new uh, Nate Sexton Firebirds, and that came. So I got both of those things today. So that was nice. And this Nate Sexton Firebird is beautiful. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's got an I awesome. I brought up already in the show. It yeah, it's got an awesome stamp on it. It's a colored glow disc. Yeah. So it is kind of the, the one I have is kind of like a blue, kind of tealy blue sort of color and has the the beautiful firebird stamp signature nate sexton stamp on it very cool i yeah, threw listen, it up on it, instagram yeah. check it out it is it is pretty enough like i own a firebird and i don't really throw it it doesn't really feel great in my hand um it's not really my jam but this disc is pretty enough that i'm like i thought i could become a firebird guy <laughs> yeah it's it's convincingly good looking it's like it's it's basically nice enough to the point that we will review a Firebird at some point on this show, purely to post more pictures of this disc. Yeah, this is like since we're doing our deer our our bird section on the sequence on the deer reviews. Yeah, it kind of fits in that we would talk about this for at least a second. So I I figured I would because I was excited about it. And it looks like they're going to pre- be producing these all year round. So you've definitely got a chance to get your hands on them, and they directly support Nate Sexton. And his touring. So a portion of the sale of each of these helps him yeah. travel around and play disc golf so that we can watch, which is great. So I, I do throw Firebirds. I like them, so I was I wanted yeah. one anyway. Well, it's, it's an amazing it's not windy, a, windy day disc. Yeah, for me, a, a, if I'm looking for a windy day skip or it, just a forehand disc in general, I can get some good lines with it as a forehand disc. So I do bag a Firebird, and I don't... No, if I'm going to put this one in yet because it's so pretty and I have another one that works just fine. Also glow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um... But, that, I mean, you know, that's a good that's a good thing to bring up. And we don't have to talk about it really long. But we we talk about how much we, like, buy a disc because they're pretty and, and whatnot. But I don't really see us, or at least myself, as someone who's like, it's really pretty, I'm not going to throw it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I have yeah. that I think I think have that idea for, like, a heartbeat, where I'm like, yeah. no, and then I'm like, well, then what's what's the point? Yeah. Well, people... Granted, I have, we have shelves of discs that we don't throw because we bought, because mm-hmm. we thought maybe they'd be cool. But I feel like some of my cooler looking discs I, I bring with me because they fly well. Yeah, and that's more so what I'm into then. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, disc collectors out there that that look for these. Oh yeah, these first runs and and unique stamps and and things like that. So uh, I it's not something I personally do because I I like to throw most of the things that that I get out. I'm just not a, a patient enough person for it. Yeah, I would I would just want to throw it. 
Yeah. Even, even though, and I and I have already thrown this Firebird, so, um, so yeah. But we saw it with another disc this last couple of weeks, which was the DDX release by oh, Discmania. Beautiful swirl. Which is their uh, distance driver. It's kind of a turning driver. It's a very it's a high speed driver with a little bit of turn to it that is very highly anticipated and has had two runs released one in their s-line plastic and one in their c-line plastic oh you bought one of those didn't you no i did not what why not uh because because it was by the time you checked out on it it was going to be a 35 five dollar disc wait let's let's buy one let's time out that had no that had no weight at all to you not buying it Oh well, it also sold out in ten minutes. Yeah, that's but that's more so on the on the second run. <laughs> you thought about it for a minute. <laughs> on the second run, I I did actually. I was on the side. I could have bought one, and I decided against it for, oh. of the of the C line run. Right. Uh, right, right, right. Mostly because I knew I wanted an S line one if I was going to get it, and the S line ones they released originally were were beautiful. They were for uh, gosh, I'm gonna slaughter the pronunciation of the tournament, but it looked like Conapiste. Um, which, um, which is in Czech, right? Yeah. So I, I could have just, which has a new name. I don't know. It's, I could it's have not... absolutely just destroyed that. So I feel bad saying, but it was a really cool stamp yeah. supporting that tournament. Kind of like a, like a, uh, an elk sort of thing on, on the front of it. Yeah. And in swirl S line plastic, really. Right. Would you really have nice. your CD? So I know I love that plastic. So what's your, what's your CD two? That's what I thought. Yeah. And I was thinking it would be a, a nice compliment to that disc as a higher speed version. Yeah. No, it makes sense. But it, it was come back pretty around. insane how quickly they sold out. It was quite a uh, a fiasco in some cases. People, I I saw people posting that they while they were in there they had to check out like three different times because while they were checking out discs that were in their cart went out of stock. Man. And so like some people missed out on it because of that, like that they you know they put four of them in there and one of them went out of stock while they were going, so they had to do it again and <laughs> got to pull that trigger, man. And so. Uh, yeah, that that was very interesting. Cool disc. I'll probably get one down the line, but I I definitely wussed out. Well, here's the, well here's the nice thing. I guess you you wussed out, quote unquote. But now you're gonna actually get to see reviews and see people actually throw it yeah. and hear about it, um, and then make that decision. I haven't seen a review yet, but I've seen people throw it. Yeah. The word is that it's like a like a a understable destroyer. Yeah. Or or you know along those lines. A, a big time distance driver with some turn to it. So right. Well, here's a question actually for you all that are listening. So we've we've kind of jumped back and forth with like brand new discs and discs that are kind of like mainstays. Do you like that format? Would you like us to try and get like the newest and greatest and and review that? I don't know that we for sure can, but. I'd like to know if you like us kind of doing what we're doing or... Yeah. Well, part of... You know this, I'm telling you now, Joe, but, you know, also for the purposes of our listeners, we're also pairing them to beers. So, if you guys know of a beer that goes with CD2, let me know. I know one. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I know one. <laughs> I mean, it's kind D- of a beer. DDX probably wouldn't be, be too too hard because there's... Probably like a double barrel ale or something well, like listen, that. Well, listen, listen. <clears throat> uh, Robin knows this because I've been working on this for a few months now. E40, who is a Bay Area <laughs> rapper and slight icon in, in the area, has his own line of malt liquor. He does. 
called the E40, yeah. which is a 40... Which, if you want to end your day, go for it. Which is a 10% 40. Oh, my God. Uh, but, like, a CD2 and an E40, like, it has a ring to it. Sure, they're numbers and letters together. It, it, pretty much. It's... Which also works for basically any prodigy disc <laughs> that we yeah. ever want to review. Yeah, uh, that's the one bummer that we're going to have to find the loophole in that because between Prodigy and Discmania, where they're all let numbers and abbreviations, we don't really have, like, it's tough. We're going to have to come with some stretches to get those discs in there. Now, the Discmania ones... <laughs> you know, we could start to... We could start giving, uh, you know, like, um, like every distribution of Apple operating system yeah. has, like, a name. Like, yeah. same with, like, Ubuntu or mm-hmm. Android. We could just start naming. Well, Discmania discs do have names. So, like, the FD is the Jackal. Oh, yeah. See, and so the, the, that's what we need to... The Frenzy. And so they do have names, but the Prodigy ones don't. Well, so, we can give them names. That's true. We can just name it based on how we feel. <laughs> Maybe we can start a trend. <laughs> just, just Sharpie some strange animal on the top of it. Everybody knows. Everybody knows that, that the D1... Also goes by Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's a common thing, right? Sure, of course. That wasn't a very good uh, yeah. attempt, but... I, I, I don't think so. <clears throat> Maybe the, the, like the PA one, like Pale Ale? Well, so the other thing, too, just... we talked about, too, is like, instead of pairing the, like, the Prodigy disc with a beer, we could be like, one of the the, the team members that throw that predominantly like we could we could do something with coaling like connect something to the the player themselves sure i mean we'll go to any stretch well i mean we'll figure it out so there's a glimpse into our minds for our tier review yeah so as you come up with ideas and we and we've had a good amount and we've had some that uh there's a lot of people who are given really good attempts and maybe we're too punny or too i don't know they just haven't hit all the way. But keep, Listen, keep sending stuff in. People have attention spans that can be measured in nanoseconds. What? So, so the deer review has to be a slam dunk. It's got to be obvious. You mean it needs to be all chains? <laughs> it needs to be all chains. So if, if, we have to, if we have to write like a paragraph to explain why they're connected, it's gonna be t- I can't do that in 140 characters on Listen, Twitter. I don't even know how to read, so... That is true. It's <laughs> a, writing something is out the window. It's a constant struggle on this podcast. It really is. Also, he gets very confused on the course. Go I on. like... like Robin just draws me pictures. It's just... It's like a big game of Pictionary when we record this thing. Yeah. Don't Luckily, let, Robin knows how to draw. Don't let Joe fill out the scorecard. It's just, I'm just going to say it. Don't let it happen. Everyone got asterisks. Last time he just drew a picture of like a seagull. Well, it was catching a snake though. <laughs> so obviously, it's a minus two. <laughs> I don't get it. No duh. <laughs> Listen, he doesn't get it, but all you listening... You definitely understand that reference, right? <laughs> no, I'm saying. I think it's a good time to move into our deer review for this week, which we announced last week. We are going to review the Innova Eagle Fairway Driver, and along with that, we are going to review Talon from Mendocino Brewing Company. From Mendocino Brewing Company, which is a double IPA, a Deepa. Yes, my goodness, and it is a ten percent. Yeah, double IPA. It is. It is good. Um. I know last week's, we maybe had a bad batch. I don't know. 
but but we're gonna we're gonna make right by Mendocino Brewing Company. Yes, because we love episode. them, and this beer is amazing. Mm-hmm. It tastes great. It's, <clears throat> I mean, it's a double IPA. It lets you know it's a double IPA, but it's it doesn't come across like kick you in the face ten percent. It's, it's a sneaky pretty strong. 10. Yeah, but I, I feel like it's a sneaky ten percent for as ten percent mm-hmm. skill. It's it's yes, it's very smooth. For, right, there's not like a big alcohol finish. No, no. It, the biggest part about the finish to me is how dry it is. Like when you, after you take that sip, it does finish off very dry. So yeah, uh, it, it's very hoppy. Yes, very strong, uh, very bold. It's kind of got uh, um, a, a lot of kind of uh, zesty flavors to it yeah. almost, and it is kind of like a like a creamy amber tone. Good size beer. Yeah, good good yeah, amount of totally. Good amount of head to it too. Foam, foam has kind of like a fi- very fine foam uh, to the top of it. Very good double IPA. Very strong. Yes. Even, even um, I don't know. So a little bit sweet as well. It's mm-hmm. there's a lot of flavor in the. We're saying a lot of different things, but this really does give you a full palette of right, different right. Flavors. No, and it's it's a great double. It's not. Um... It's not hardcore bitter. I, I mean, it gives you yeah. some good bitter, but it's not like an over-the-top IBU beer. Yeah, I mean, double IPA is going to be hoppy. You so it, it, that, so but... it is a beer, and we'll, and we'll get to kind of our piece later. Um, it is a beer that I have taken out on the course before. Halfway through your round, start putting you down. Yeah. Well, and, and the dry finish part, the kind of dry mouth mm-hmm. that it gives you, that's just no good. You don't want to be... No, because now your mouth's you know, dry and you're like, oh, I need more liquid, so I'll drink yeah. more. And so then you end up knocking a 22 down in the first nine holes, and then the last six holes... You don't count your score. ...are rough. Uh, you don't count your score. You might talk a little <clears throat> funny. You maybe slip on you know, rocks that you don't usually... I mean... I think I even ended up, like, getting tipsy enough that I had to go, like, sleep in the back of your truck. <laughs> that's not true. That's oh, no, that's, that, was, that was your brother. <laughs> I you. cannot confirm. No comment. Love you, Scoots. How about that? Love you, Scoots. I cannot confirm or deny this story. But, no, it's an awesome beer. Um, I, I would not... I would not take it out on the course. It does no. fit in a bottle keeper, which is great. This is a, this is a like close out your night like i'm sitting down i'm gonna have this beer and it's gonna just be my nightcap this is i don't know if it's a nightcap for me it's more like i'm gonna have this with dinner and then i'm going to sleep after dinner (laughs) i I guess that's a nightcap but it's definitely not like an an end of the night like it's 11 o'clock it's about time to turn in let me knock down a 10 percent 22 you know what this you know what this is actually and this is actually something that you and i do uh somewhat frequently We'll get a decent beer and we'll split it. Yeah. Like, this is definitely, like, a beer that's good to split with somebody. Yeah. Um, you don't need the full 22. I mean, I'm going to drink the full 22. Yeah. If I'm being honest. But... I uh, thought we just did three-ounce taster cups. That's on a secret podcast that oh, they haven't heard yet. Shoot. I disclosed information. That's all right. We also talked we'll, about we'll, Taylor Swift. We'll, we'll talk about the emergency podcast yeah. in a little bit. Anyways. Um, sure. No, it's it's a good split beer. It's also a good like if you're gonna have one beer that night at home, relaxing. Like this would be a good yeah, a good beer that you can sip on. Granted, it's an IPA. You don't want to sip on it too long. You don't want a flat, warm uh, double IPA. Yeah, 
but no, it's it's fantastic. I definitely recommend it, especially if you're an IPA uh, person. Get yourself a Talon. There's also another version of Talon that, what? that Mendocino Brewing Company makes, which is the barley wine style, uh, which is 10.5%, which is quite good. I, so I want that. If you're if you're checking out uh, the Mendocino Brewing Company, they have the Talon Double IPA. They also have the uh, Talon American Barley Wine, which you should check out. So yeah, and if you're not... super into it and you buy some, and you want us to try it, you can send us some. <laughs> we will drink it. The uh, the barley wine is not available all year round, like like Talon is. Well, most barley wines are seasonal. Exactly. So, um, but coming up soon, that's when you start to see those. Yep. Like right about now is is well unless you're Sierra Nevada and right about now it's starting to fade away. Mm-hmm. Good old Bigfoot. So all right, so let's move to the disc. The Eagle by Innova Discs. It's a fairway driver. It is a Speed Seven Glide Four, a turn of negative one, and a fade of three. So it, basically, those numbers equate to a dead straight fairway driver, with a little bit of turn. Yeah, it's a little turn. If you, I, I think if the T bird, the T bird is the dead straight. And, yeah. and the eagle is the turn. Well, and that's, I mean, for me, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. For me, that's what, and I talked about the T-Bird last week. And then for me, the eagle. So I actually, uh, I even talked about last week, funny enough, wanting to check out a star eagle, mm-hmm. which I promptly went and purchased because yeah. that's uh, how I roll. Don't tell my wife. <laughs> so just like Joe talked last week about the T-Bird being in his bag, the eagle is constantly in my bag. It's one of my most used discs. And I carry multiple of them. Yep. They all happen to be uh, champion eagles. Uh, Ken Climo, 12-time uh, world champion eagles. So it, I love the champion plastic. One of the things I really like about the eagle is when I, I keep them layered in my bag in different levels of stability. So brand new for me, an eagle is a stable, straight-flying. I can get a nice... Uh, predictable hyzer flight out of it and and trust it even with a powerful toss as they beat in for me i can get some really nice turnover lines hyzer flip lines and uh some really get some good distance out of out of the eagle oh yeah for a fairway driver with that little bit of turn that it gives in the flight pattern um so it's a it's a good kind of smaller rim fairway driver that I use all the time and gives me probably six discs worth of, of flight patterns. That's what I'm saying. From, you from you definitely throw yours different way. Like you, I see you a lot on the course throwing them on nice, like sweeping hyzer lines. Mm-hmm. I do. That's that's probably the most common use I have for the the newer ones. They just they give me a, an easy 300 foot kind of flat to hyzer finish type type throw or even just a true hyzer if i need to come in a little shorter yeah. than that and then the other thing i can do is if you know i would need to open it up for more distance i can go full power throw with it and get a straight with a little bit of turn and it tends to fade back at the end it's not often maybe in a windy situation that that i might completely turn it over and, and lose it speaking but. of which <laughs> if you found a beautiful light blue opaque champion eagle at crane creek yeah with joe's name on it give us a call give us a call you're kind of a bad person but you can redeem yourself by getting it back now robin loved that disc he did he did so which 
brings us. So, like I said, it had my name in it. It mm-hmm. was my disc. I threw um, Eagles. I threw Eagles before I got to the T-Bird. Um, and the reason I moved away from it was they were starting to turn over for me. And they, I mean, that one disc that was supremely beat in. Yeah. And, and was lightweight. Like a fl- and, and lightweight. I think it was a 67. Um, and it was flippy. And I didn't want something that flippy. And that was probably the moment in my life where I probably had the biggest arm. And I also was able to throw flat. And by flat, I mean probably a little bit of Anheuser. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, but they were turning over big on me. And the T-Bird didn't do that for me. And that's kind of why I moved over. Mm-hmm. But... Um, Lately, I've been wanting to check out the Eagle again, and that's why I bought a Star Eagle. So I've thrown this enough. I still can get, you know, this this fresh one to turn over, but it definitely has a nice bit of stability in the Star plastic. Um, what I kind of wanted, I wanted like that T-Bird with a little more fade. So I think like the T-Bird's a two fade instead of a three. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I could flip my T-Bird or I can flip or throw it out on a line and it'll... Uh, and um, pretty much in line where I want it, but I needed something that I could throw out to the right a little bit more and give a little bit more time to fade in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's where I thought of an eagle, and I think that's what I'm going to use it for. So I do, for me, I'm going to put an eagle back into my bag. Uh, I don't know if it'll be 100% permanent. There's a good chance that it will. I might go back to a champ eagle from a star eagle. I don't really know. But uh, I, I like the thought of it, and I think I kind of got stuck in that mode. And I think I talked about it last week. Especially if you check out, like, Reddit or any forum like that, it's like the T-Bird versus Eagle is, like, in the same boat as Rock versus Buzz, where people mm-hmm. are like, you can only throw one. <laughs> you can't throw both. Like, you're either a Rock guy or a Buzz guy. You're either a T-Bird guy or an Eagle guy. I, I'm down to be both. So yeah. I want to uh, kind of broaden my bag and things I can do. And I know, uh, you know, this minus one is real in comparison to T-Bird. Like, mm-hmm. there will be some tunnel shots that I'll throw that I would want my T-Bird to turn just a little bit right. So, it's kind of layering in some eagles and giving it more more of a chance to fit my bag rather than uh, bringing this out for a few weeks and calling it quits. Yeah. I'll have to beat in, wear it, uh, and then be able to like need to throw those mm-hmm. shots and see if I can before I really decide where it all goes. And the, the Eagle for me is just the, the disc that I've worked with for a while and have created in, in a, in a particular distance range have created the, the shot, multiple different lines with the, the various, uh, you know, levels of beat in of the disc that I have. To, to get basically any line I want in the kind of 300 foot range and and maxing out to you know out to 340 or 350 with it something along those lines I, I've thrown it farther in a couple instances but normally if I'm trying to throw farther than that I'm jumping up to a to a distance driver yeah uh, it was also the the beat-in versions, the more understable ones that I have, are terrific when I go up in altitude yeah. here in California. If you're not aware, when you go up in altitude, your discs get way more stable. So the, the things that you would throw down at, at sea level when you go, and, and they're stable and highs are out, when you go up to five, 6,000 feet, 7,000 feet, that disc is a meat hook. Yeah, and you can't do anything about it. So you you typically have to go down to 
uh, a more understable disc to get the flight paths you like. So it's it's a good disc that even at altitude with the, the varying um, kind of flight paths that I have out of layering these discs, which is spending the time to throw multiple of yep. them over a period of time so that you get kind of different flight paths. It, it's kind of helpful to have that in one mold. Uh, that way when I go up in altitude, I know that I can get the same feel. Yeah. I can just go to the, the more understable one and still get that flight path that I really love. Right. Well, and I think that's a, a, another reason that I like wanted to check the Eagle out again. Um, at the time, I didn't really love the feel, but I've now gotten so used to the T-Bird. And as we said last week, the feel is very similar mm-hmm. between a T-Bird and an Eagle. It's a, it's a small rim. I think it's a little bit deeper maybe than... I'd have to grab it. I don't know. I'm not sure about the rim depth on it. But I don't I know about like depth, but it definitely... feels more flat to me. It does. It does. That's so, for sure. I think I think the T-Bird's just a little bit more domey, yeah. typically from what I see. Well, but plus, like, my my uh, star to your champ has a dip. Like, my star is flatter than the yeah, champ. Yeah, it is. Um, but I'm into it. So I'll, I'm going to bag it... Uh, for me, like I said, I don't know if it'll be a long-term thing. There's a good chance it will. I'm going to give it a real go. I'll probably layer another one in and try and do just like Robin was saying and have a few different flight paths. Um, I'll probably like layer this star in with a champ, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're looking to get an eagle and you're you're maybe looking at other fairway uh, drivers, you can always start with like a DX or something along those lines. Those will beat more quickly, and you can yeah. kind of get a, a feeling of what that flight path will be. Here, and, here, and even right off can be, I find, less stable than than the champion or star yes. version. Oh, definitely. But so. the thing is, you know, if you throw a DX, right? So if you go get a DX Eagle and you throw it out of the box and you dig that flight pattern, mm-hmm. you need to go get yourself a star or a champion yeah, and start, and start beating it. it in. Yeah. Because the amount of time that it's going to hold that flight path for you is going to be short, yeah. whereas the time and effort you put into beating in a star or a champ, like once you get it there, it's going to stay there a long time. I have an older DX Eagle, DX Climo Eagle. That got that like is, driven over by like it, a Hummer or it something. It is so understable. It is like I can I can throw it hyzer flip to roller and it'll it'll turn over and start rolling. Will you, will you please put a picture of that on Instagram? Of, of that disc going that disc. Heiser flip to no, roller. No, just like, just a picture. Like oh, I think sure. you can just look at that disc and be like, "Yeah, that's not that's beat as fuck." Yeah, it's not. You cannot trust it to do anything. No, I at least I can't. It's a it's <laughs> like the one twenty eight Blizzard boss that I yeah. owned. I mean, you could do a real nice roller with it. That for, that goes automatically right. Yeah, a cut roller it's, from Heiser. Well, no, a uh, cut roller would go right, left. You're right, right, right. So a turnover. I don't. Yeah, know. it'd be a turnover roller. Essentially. Um, anyways, so good disc. I, I, it I, is. I think I dig it. I'll know more soon. So we both said that that we weren't going to bring Talon with us on the course. I mean, I say that, but you've done it. I've done it, and mm-hmm. I said I wouldn't again, but it might happen. It might happen. Yeah, it, you know, it seems like one of those good like cold day beers. Yeah, you know what? Like if if. Uh... If a friend or like your brother like went in to buy us beers, <laughs> I forgot my wallet. Um, and he came out with that, I wouldn't be upset. I'd be like, "All right, so that's the kind of day I'm gonna have on the course." But I'm in. My poor brother, when he finally listens to this podcast, 
That's not gonna happen. You crack a joke about him like every episode. Is it only me? I think so. Oh, for real? I think so. Love you, Alex. <laughs> he knows that. Yeah. Uh, knows. But if someone like brought like, you know, if Mendocino Brewing Company decided to send us a case of twenty twos. I'll take them on the course. And not if they hear the review we did of Eye of the Hawk last week. So, if you know anyone from Mendocino Brewing Company, tell them about this episode. Yeah, episode 10. Because Talon is amazing. It is. Terrific. And the Eagle is a great disc if you're looking for... But also, Eye of the Hawk is amazing. You just need it fresh. Yeah, yeah. You just need it fresh. And the Eagle, or the T-Bird that we reviewed last week, great fairway drivers. Depending on, on... I'd say that... A, a bigger arm probably would benefit from throwing the T-Bird. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Eagle is a little bit more friendly to a lower speed arm. Just because of the turn, I think you can get the the um, a little bit more distance that you're looking for. But I also, because of that turn, as you develop and as it goes, you can get some really nice distance out of the Eagle uh, some some nice longer lines out of out of the eagle because of that. Yeah, term. well, plus the eagle so, the eagle's going to force better form. A little bit. I yeah. mean, it, it, if you're trying to get the same distance or the same, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a seven speed minus one. So yeah. if you're throwing it like you're going to throw a thirteen speed, it's going to be bad news unless you really know how to throw it and how to release it. Yeah, yeah, but but terrific on both. I bag three eagles at any given time. I, I probably wouldn't bring Talon out on the course, but maybe. Like if it's your birthday. Very you wishy-washy. Yeah, if, <laughs> if it's my birthday or my bachelor party or I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> I was there for Some, something along both those them lines. Things. Uh, so I guess with that, what would we call this? This is your responsibility. I know I'm it is. This up to I know you. it is. Because um, I have no idea how this system works. This is episode 10. I still have no idea. I, so this is what it is. This I need is, like a chart. This is, this is a like De La or Skyline um, park job to roll away. Oh, okay. It's like I threw the perfect drive. I spiked okay. my hyzer in to the pin and then it rolled 85 feet like down, that. down the hill. Because it's a really good beer. Yet for this particular purpose, it could derail everything. It could derail of everything yep. of your round. Everything felt good. Everything was perfect. I like and it. And now I'm screwed. That was well done. That was well done. It's Nailed almost it. as though you thought about it ahead of time. The, you know what the great part is? I totally didn't. This I time. 100% believe that too. <laughs> Ooh, you know what a savant is? <laughs> what, what if that's like my gift? Just coming up with a with a stupid gear review joke at the end every time <laughs> yes i can drop a box of matches and you can tell me how many hit the ground i can tell you a cool score for a deer review i can i can relate our last conversation to a disc golf throw <laughs> boom quickly but yeah. we are closing out another episode now we finished our deer review we talked about the tournaments upcoming most importantly, we got the Nick Hyde coming up. That's the Nick Hyde Memorial. That's going to be great. And then the glass blown open oh, after I'm that. So it's now time also for Arts to do our weekly uh, Has Robin, Robin's Wife Given Birth to a Baby Yet? And the answer we answered. Wait, time out, time out, time out. Check your phone. Oh, hold on. That's a good, that's a good thing. Okay, we're safe. Whew. No okay. baby. Okay. Whoo! As as you can tell, the garage door didn't slam open or shut. Yeah. So, uh, 
But my second boy is due today, technically, 420. So he's going to be late. <laughs> that's alright. Uh, but that's cool. My first son was late also. And I mean, uh, my son was born I mean, as a due date. But... I shouldn't say cool because my wife would... If my wife was in the room right now, she would be burning through me with like laser Superman eyes. She might still be just from the house. Just by me saying that it's cool that he's late because she's not... She's ready well, to Well, no. If you've, if you've ever had a pregnant woman or wife or anything in your life, you'll know that like a month before due date, they're done. Oh, yeah. If not earlier. It just gets rough. Yeah. So, uh, but I love her and uh, she's doing awesome and caring for a toddler all the while while being pregnant. Right. So. so, with that said, though, in the occasion that this happens before we can record our next episode, we did something... Pretty cool. We recorded an emergency episode. Yep. Which was uh, earlier this week, we recorded it kind of off the cuff. Uh, we tried not to cover too much current events so it would work, but we did record uh, in the event that that uh, Robin is too sleep deprived to form sentences. We have a backup episode that'll go yeah. down in that week. I mean, it's so. mostly uh, Taylor Swift and Justin Bieber. It, uh, honestly, that is a good portion of it. I, I can't lie. I mean, I don't know how it got. You got to you gotta listen. It's. I mean, that's cool. It'll come out at some point. Yeah. And I feel like if for some reason, like, baby rolls like right into schedule and yeah. it doesn't affect, we'll get it out at some point. Yeah. Um. Maybe we we'll will like, use it because we recorded it. Yeah. But yeah, no. But I'm, there's probably a point. There's probably a point. Like, if we go beyond like two months from here, we just have to put it out as an extra one. In a week. If, and... if my son doesn't come in two months. No, I'm saying there's a chance that your son will come like tomorrow and by next week we'll be able to record another episode. Maybe. I'll probably just have us drop of that one anyway. I think that'd make the most sense. Well, fine then. So. I'm, I will record an episode with your new son. Oh, okay. Sure. I don't, I don't anticipate him being very interesting yet. Well, then I will record one with your first son. That probably actually would be interesting. He does. He does know how to throw a disc. Yeah, it'll be like some disc throw. So like just some like chains and and cage hitting, and like some choo choo. He figured out how to retrieve putters from the basket nice. this last week, which was a major step. Uh, he has to be reminded sometimes that he can't just pull them through the cage, but once you remind him that he has to go over the top, he 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 gets it. Good. So and there's and there are pictures of that on the grams. Yeah. Which I've been posting heavily on, trying to trying to keep up. There, there I know could what be you, need to, you need to start uh, banking some for just in case. Yeah, you just never know when inspiration comes. I need and, to be inspired and, more. And I'm not a very patient person, so if I see something I like, I post it. I'm down. So. Awesome. Well, with that said, you can follow us on Instagram at the Disc Golf Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, which we are making a very concerted effort to do more. Because uh, yes. we really enjoy that that piece of our social media. So that's at the Disc Pod. We are on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash the Disc Golf Podcast. That's kind of just like a landing ground for all of our social media stuff. And then we'll post some other stuff here and there. But that's probably, well, that's not the only way, but we respond to any messages from any one of those. Mm-hmm. We, uh, you know, I think direct messages through Twitter and Facebook probably work the best, but we'll get back to you in any of them. You could comment on something. We'll catch it too and try to get back to you. We will get back to we you. We will. We will. I think we've gotten back mm-hmm. to everyone. 
so yeah, we got awesome tournaments coming up. We probably got a baby coming up soon, and you'll get our super secret special uh, Bieber Canada edition. Yeah. And uh, in the meantime, get out on the course, especially for Robin. Throw stuff he, at stuff. He, he's going to live vicariously through uh, myself and you all throwing stuff at stuff because yeah. there's, there's probably a good chance he's not going to get out to the course for... I, I'm honestly... I'm going to take uh, Dez out disc golfing multiple times, I believe. Who just turned two. Yeah. So. So. I'm so gonna, I'm he's, gonna, he's, he's going to live, you know how. Uh, it's going to be say, like five or six holes at Right. Time. So like, what is, what is the, I've never seen any Fast and Furious movies, but wasn't there something about like living life six seconds at a time or seven? I don't know. If I, I, don't I, know. I have no idea what you're talking about. So Robin's going to live life six holes at a time. Yeah. That's basically where I was going with that. I yeah. wish I knew my awful car movie references better, but I don't. Did we ever talk about in the podcast? I think it was before a podcast. How much I just don't like Vin Diesel. Yeah, I think that's. I don't think that's made it onto an episode. But now it is, and everybody knows that Joe does not like that short bald guy, that is Vin Diesel. I just, I'm just not into his, his stuff. You, you don't like a lot of people. This is like. That's not true. You say that, but it's really not true. I love most people. You don't want to play with Paul McBeth. I, I would love to play with Paul McBeth, but also you can't talk about that because that's a secret episode. That's the emergency episode. But I would totally play with Paul McBeth. So we're teasing our emergency episode that we already recorded, which you will get these these inside jokes that literally only Joe and I know about at this point. But you'll, you'll catch up with those on the next episode, and I hope you enjoy it. I will probably throw out a picture of my son at some point when he's born. And uh, thanks for listening. Have fun on the course. Go out, throw stuff at stuff. And uh, get some more people out playing disc golf. Yeah. Hit us up. Let us know what you think. Like. Subscribe. Thank you very much. Good night.